This is The Great Equalizer, a parenting podcast about the realities of being a mom or dad in modern Josie. We are your hosts, Sam and Charlene, and we believe we're all rocking the same kind of crazy. So let's get real, let's get honest, and let's have a laugh about the ups and downs of our current upside down. Hashtag no judges. This week on The Great Equalizer, consider Sam your lucky charm. Think of Charlene as your local doormat. And stay tuned for a special Christmas gift guide from Honest Toys founder, Rosa Krauss. Hello. Like a weekend? Busy? Yeah, same here. Lucky, lucky, lucky. Crazy busy. How are you? How are you bombing at momming this week? How am I bombing at momming? Well, let's just start with yeah. Why are you a Why are you a lucky charm? Let's start there. <laughs> My child can't poo without <laughs> me sitting by on him. the step. So, as you know, yes, but our listeners don't know. In our shared bathroom. Um, there are stairs. It's very open. It's called a Grecian bathroom. It's actually just a pain in the ass type of architecture. And you, it's the bathroom and there's stairs leading up from the bathroom, open plan, into Elijah's bedroom. And so he sits on the toilet and mommy, sit there. <laughs> sit there. And then every single, he's a creature of habit, this kid. Every single time I'm sitting there and I'm watching him and he does the poo face. <laughs> we, you, you know, they look, almost look like they're concentrating very hard or they're about to cry. Yes. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I know exactly what you mean. <laughs> and he gets this face and he goes, Mommy, it's not scary, hey. <laughs> Poo's not scary, oh, hey. Shame. And I'm just, I just thought to myself this weekend, holy shit, he can only poo with me sitting on the step and affirming that poos aren't scary. (laughs) So when is he going to poo without me sitting on the step? Why do you think he's trying to convince himself that it's not scary? What do you think is scary about it? He asked me, when it came out yesterday, he asked me, it doesn't have eyes, hey. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe he thinks that a baby comes out of you and it has eyes. So if a poo comes out of you, it must have. It's like this living thing that like attacks you or something. And I had to, that's when I like, I had to explain (laughs) to him that poo is food your body doesn't want. So I explained to him like everything he'd eaten that day. And I said, and the little sharkies, they like these chocolate biscuits. Um, (laughs) What do you think your poo's made up of now? I said, this will go and grow into your bones and make you grow big and strong. So the meat and the vegetables that you're having, that's going to make you tall like daddy and give you strong muscles. And then the other, like the sweets and extra things, things. that's what your body says. I don't want this. And you poo it out. (laughs) So I I went into that whole long explanation and realized like a poo is a much bigger thing in his mind than it actually is. And I mean, what's going to, when he's like at varsity one day, he's going to phone me and be like, mom, are you sitting down? (laughs) (laughs) Are you sitting down, mom? I need a poo. (laughs) It's not scary, hey? (laughs) So... There's yeah. a story for his 21st birthday. Uh, yeah, I think maybe that's my bombing at momming. I, I was just going to say, know. it sounds to me like you are just nailing this <laughs> momming shit this week. 
It's, huh? it's just a bit of a weird thought. Like, you know, when kids are like fucking weird and you're like, you're being weird, <laughs> Elijah, but okay, we'll deal with it. So let me, let that be my bombing at momming. And then a quick bad mom moment that it was just like, ooh, that was not my finest moments. I was like carrying him to go get dressed or something. We were going to go do something. And I was tickling him walking through the doorway and I... Bumped his head on the doorway. I didn't like like oh, that happens though. It it's was, happened to me as well. I just like misjudge. I never did it really badly when he was a baby. Yeah. Ever. Thank God, because that's when their skulls are very soft. Yeah, I never made like I know friends of mine that have made that mistake, but I like knocked I was tickling him and we were chatting and it was fun and then bonk. Oh. So that was my bad mom moment. Not too you bad, feel so but cuck about it though. Yeah, and he didn't cry shame because he knew it wasn't like a big accident. Well, you know, it wasn't like a he fell or, or somebody hit him on purpose or yeah. I, I wasn't shouting at him. It was like all in a good fun moment, and I was like, "Ooh, sorry, sorry, and it was a mistake." Like, he just like scrunched his eyes up and rubbed his head, and he's like, "That's okay, mommy." It was really sore, but yeah. it's fine. At yeah. least he's very forgiving. Yeah, he Josh is. was not as forgiving. He'd be like, "You hurt me, and that was mean. Say sorry." I'd be like, "It was a mistake." Yeah, sorry. I need a plaster <laughs> or something. Is what he'll say. Well, look, it sounds like you've got the shit down this week. Well done I mean, to yeah. you. Yeah. I don't know if I'm what? bombing it, momming. Well, okay, first of all, about the, the doormat thing. I, and you know how you always say that you're like Elijah's snack bitch. I, I feel yeah. like I'm snack bitch slash everything these days. Like literally, Joshua yesterday, yesterday said, May I have some tea? And proceeded to make the tea. And then while it was cooling down, he was like, Did you make me tea? And we're like, Yeah, I'll make tea. Why? Um, Why is it not coming to me? <laughs> and mommy why aren't you moving these bottles that are in my way mommy can you move that no please no thank you just instructions being yelled at me and the same with jess because she's starting to verbalize more what she wants now mm. mommy open door at least she says please mommy open door peace mommy happy happy mommy this mommy that mommy put in there everything i just feel like i'm getting shouted at like little hitler people and doesn't like your your brain kind of gets frazzled after a while i'm just like i'm sorry joshua i was too busy doing every fucking thing else yeah. for you like i just literally wiped your ass brushed your teeth wiped your face put your clothes on and now you have some gripe about a fucking bottle the that's way by your that foot. i do it yes yeah. so i feel like a little bit of a doormat currently but mm -hmm. i must be doing something right because i'm gonna take this as my bombing at bombing moment because these two little Hitlers have been giving me a lot of love and hugs and I love you forever mommy. Oh man. Joshua Chunia. That's how they get you Charlene. I know the little shits. They, they like they, they like they do that. They say, Elijah said to me I got ready I went to a birthday party on Saturday night and I came out you know in my outfits and with my makeup on and he said oh Mommy, you're beautiful. Oh, but that's how they that's how they get you. They do that yes. and they like putting little coins in the in bank of the jar of so now I'm gonna fuck you up later. Yeah, when yes. they fuck you up later, <laughs> you have something to hold on to. I know. That's <laughs> what they do. So yeah, I must be bombing at mumming because both my kids for the moment seem to at least love me. Okay. And then I'd say my bad mom moment was that you know how we often talk about lies we tell our kids. Yeah, I I broke a promise this weekend, but it wasn't intentional. It was just I got overwhelmed. So we were supposed to go to two 
kids parties this weekend and an adult dinner party in the evening and we just ran out of time but in the morning in order to get Joshua to cooperate with me so we could be on time for the num various number of things that we had to get through on Saturday I said to him when he opened his eyes my boy if you help mommy get dressed quickly and you're my little helper and you help me load everything in the car and you help me with your sissy and you do all of those things and we're gonna have such a fun day because we're going to two parties and I told him about the parties and then the second party will have a slip and slide and na 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 and then we only made it to the one party because by the time the second party came you we were running more than so, you could chew. Yes, a bit of more than I could chew. And so I promised him the second kids party and we never went. And what did he say? I broke a promise to him, but he didn't actually realize that I broke the promise, thank goodness. But I realized and I felt so shit. And the whole afternoon I was just like, please, dear God, don't let him remember. I promised yeah. him the slip and slide. You know what? I think this is life's way of being very forgiving. So now you've learned... Not to do that again. Rather keep to, it open-ended. Yeah. Mm, yeah. So that when he is of age that he will actually remember it's not no, that's not going to happen yes. what's going to happen there yeah i think you're right yeah i think so. it's just god's grace shining down on you Charlene. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so that was my shit mom moment okay look before we agonize any further about what awful people we are or how shit our week was what a shit show it was or is to come or the mountain of cuck ahead of us because that's what's really making me a nervous wreck, actually, I thought we'd focus on some exciting things to come. Hold on, are you talking, do you mean Christmas? I do. Please remember, what we say on this podcast can only be considered the gospel on planets Sam and Charlene, respectively. Our kids and husbands can be assholes and angels at the same time. And only we're allowed to say so. And lastly, by virtue of the fact that we are women and it comes naturally to us, we reserve the right to change our minds and or contradict ourselves whenever we so choose. And we don't want to hear a damn thing about it. Hashtag no judges. Are you in the mood? I'm getting in the mood. I'm totally getting in the mood. I keep seeing those memes on social media that says, um, to everybody else, I look like I'm okay, but deep inside, I just really want to put up my Christmas tree. I know. Every time I read it, I feel like, I feel like this, and I know you feel like this I do. too, Sam. I do. I feel a bit sorry that I didn't bring out our Christmas hats this year. <laughs> Last year, we wore our Christmas hats during the oh, episode. Oh, that's I don't right. think anybody even knows that we did. I remember. You're right. Oh, man. I need to, like... I'm going to be watching Love Actually. Now I feel like watching Mean Girls, to be honest. But. I know. <laughs> there was another Christmas-themed movie that I watched on Netflix the other day called Let It Snow, which is really, it's like a teen like rom-com movie. Yeah. It's really cute. Um, but along the same lines as like uh, Love Actually, where there's these different uh, couples and scenarios and their and stories. And somehow all and of how they all intertwine. Yeah, <gasps> I and must then. watch that. I love myself a good cheesy yeah. Christmas movie. Okay, so I I have an admission of guilt, I suppose. Just my own little mom guilt. Mm. I have done zero for all, bugger all, for Christmas as yet. Like, I've kind of made a, a piss-poor little list on my phone. 
And that's about it. I have not even managed a list, Sam. It's like less than six weeks to Christmas. Yeah, life is just... And I was like taking notes of like from when it was 12 weeks already. I know. Um, And I'm normally sorted. It's almost the end of November. Yeah. And I've done zilch and... You know, I would normally have the bulk of my Christmas shopping done now. And by September, I'd be badgering my family to ask what we're doing, da-da-da. That's all sorted because somebody else took it out of my hands this year. I suppose maybe that's also why then you haven't been... Because if you know you have to be responsible for what's happening for Christmas, you're doing all of the organizing. So you're in that mode and you've got to get it done. But now that pressure's off, so maybe you've let slack on the other things yeah. as well. I'm just trying to still get through my kids' birthday, joint right? birthday parties that I've decided. Why did I do that to myself? No. Decided to, before Christmas, throw a joint birthday party for both of my kids. Ugh. Good luck with that. So I've got to do that and then get through Christmas. So they're going to get a lot of gifts before then as well. Yes. So I feel a, a bit the same that I, you know, I, I try to go traditionally for the four gift rule, something you want, something you need, something to wear, something to read. And I really, really have to stick to it because not only is it his birthday, Elijah's birthday in January, early Jan, but I've haven't stopped buying shit for him mm. this year especially since he broke his leg <laughs> i just don't st- i just see something and he loves unwrapping shit and i just yeah and so now he's like come to expect surprises and it's gonna get worse because um i committed to doing an advent calendar look i'm wrapping up the bulk of his like existing Already books, books yeah. but in his little mind, it's a present. Mm. Anyways, we're doing it. We're going to try it out. Um, and uh, rookie, the naughty elf is coming of course, back. Of course. So I'll be doing my elf on the shelf. That's a lot of fun. Look, it's a lot of effort to commit to making, you know, different poses and stuff for the elf on the shelf. Um, yeah, no, I don't know if I have it in me to do that. Well, my I elf mean, will just be sitting on my effing tree. No, Joe. And I'll just be telling Josh, he's watching. He's you. watching you. If you're naughty, he's going to tell Santa. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll see how it goes. I I enjoyed it last year, and I'm, it's a little bit of a mountain that I'm like, what am I going to do? Mm. But I'll, I think I'll push through. I'll probably get in the mood. So I think once the tree's up, also everything starts happening naturally. When do you put your tree up? Well, I, oh my God, I hope my in-laws aren't listening. This, we're supposed to have it up, I think, by the first week of December, according to their family tradition. But for me, it's like a month before Christmas. I feel like it should be going up. Yes, like, in like the on the 1st of December, typically, right? No. Like oh, a month, like um, the 25th of November. of November. Yeah, man, give it the longevity it deserves. For me. Because, but for them, it's got to be up. It's like the the first of December, and it's got to be down like a week after Christmas. Down, like no, otherwise it's bad luck or something. I don't know. What can they do it for you? Well, theirs only go up later, but I want I want to put mine up like Just a month before Christmas. Just do it. That's this weekend from when we're recording. I know. Yeah. Hmm. hmm. Okay. Look. Um. I uh. I'm a bit lost okay. in this whole uh, Christmas thing. So I thought that we'd enlist the help of a mom to help us out in um, gift ideas because I'm at a loss in terms of not only Elijah but all the the kids in my life. So what do you say we call on a mom 
to help us out and give us those ideas. I thought you'd never ask. Mm Guys, our guest today is a mom named Rosa. Just like that, Sam. Yeah. (laughs) So Rosa is not only a mom, but also a child and family therapist and a toy curator of sorts. Mm -hmm, Correct. Rosa owns one of my fave online toy shops called Honest Toys, which was a natural progression from her work with children and families. As a therapist, Rosa needs an endless supply of good quality toys and early in her career, she discovered that some of the cheaper plastic toys did not make for the most pleasant or productive play experience. So this mom of two literally made it her business to source open-ended toys that are well-designed and can stand up to children across all age groups and developmental stages. What's more, Rosa's toys are all ethically made. So scratch child labor from your lengthy list of mom guilt, folks. (laughs) (laughs) Luckily, you don't have to take our word for it because we've managed to nab the lady herself and we have her on the line. Welcome, Welcome, Rosa. Hi, thank you. Hi. (laughs) (laughs) Nice to have you on the show. Thanks for blocking out some time. I believe you have a sick child at home. I do, yes. And he's he's lying on the couch as we speak, so I'm hoping he's not going to burst through the study door. um, If he does, we totally understand. Totally get it. As do our listeners. So, Rosa, let's get into it. Uh, we ask all of our guests the same question to get to know them a bit better. Tell mm-hmm. us, who calls you mom? And this includes pets, by the way. Oh, okay. So, I'll start with the boys. I've got two boys, Theo, who's the sick one on the couch. He's three. And then I have a baby, Elliot, who's eight months. And, oh, man. And then, yeah, he's a sweetie. And then we have a cat, Jemima, who was my baby before the boys came along. And now she's sort of displaced child who she doesn't get enough love and affection, unfortunately, for things. I hear you. I think she and uh, my cat Phoebe should talk. <laughs> <laughs> they probably have a lot to chat about. <laughs> yeah. Cats are resilient, though, I've noticed. They have such a I-don't-care attitude about them half of the time, so they manage. <laughs> <laughs> and, the, and the other half, they, they're pretty pissed off. <laughs> yes, <true>. yeah, exactly. <laughs> So, Rosa, you and I came to know each other last year. I have to yeah. fill our listeners and Charlene in here that um, I was look on the lookout for board games. And my family and I are board game fiends. Well, I, I am and I kind of forced my husband into it. And he was <laughs> but 18 months or like 20 months or something. And I was like, I just want Elijah to play board games with me. <laughs> <laughs> so you and I chatted and you actually helped me so much in finding is it called Jeco? DJ Jeco, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and you sold me the little collaboration game, which is so nice. So guys, listeners, it's it's a sweet little board game that actually teaches uh kids from two and a half to roll the dice and to, you know, move things and the ba- the basic tenets of a board game, but you're not playing against each other. So they you know, and that comes yeah. a bit later, right? So yeah. I got all of this, Charlene, I got all of this great advice. And you know how I like that. I like a little personal touch. <laughs> yes. So thanks for that, Rose. Have you got anything yeah, else cool. that, you, that you'd like to suggest in terms of board games before we get into our usual Christmas shopping yeah, guide? I mean, you know, being a fan, you say, if it's board games, I'm very passionate about board games. You know the old adage of the, the family that stays together stays together. Mm. And I think there's real, real truth in there. And um, yeah, so I love board games. And 
every Christmas when we were growing up, my parents, my mum would give us a board game. So I'm always like, there should be one family gift and that should be a board game that everybody can get together and play and you know have a good, pleasant time together. I'm quite a big fan of cooperative games. So I like peaceable kingdom games. Um, so that's exactly what you were describing as well. Games that you don't play against each other, you actually play against the board or the, the actual game itself. So mm. you work together. And, you know, these games kind of enhance social skills. They teach kids social skills and how to manage real-life situations. And as you were saying, we're in the dice, turn-taking, how to negotiate and navigate things. So, yeah, I'm a big fan. And um, I'm always always keen on new board games and looking out for new board games that I can start. I love the idea of a family gift. Mm. Like to all of yeah. us. You yeah. Know? Yeah. And it's just an excuse to buy one more thing. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, Rosa, we've brought you on to help us with our Christmas shopping for the kiddos. Yay. And we are Yay. ever, ever so grateful. Yeah. So, what you got Ooh. for us, Rosa? So, I thought we could kind of go through babies, toddlers, and then the bigger kids. Okay. And, you know, how everyone always says for babies, you know, just give them a cost box. They're more interested in the, the wrapping paper of the box that mm. the gift came and then the actual gift itself. So I recently discovered as my baby the most fabulous thing called indestructible books. And they are basically, they, they look and feel like paper books, like soft cover paper books. They are made on head of plastic, but they are, as the name says, they are indestructible. They can flap them around and eat them and chew them and you name it. And you cannot, they cannot destroy these books. I love and, that. Know, yeah, same. It's fabulous. I mean, they are so cool. And then, you know, you get to clean them, you pop them in the dishwasher. No! Yeah! Winner! <laughs> it's a total winner. And then, you know, when they grow up, then, which they will, because they're baby, baby books, you pass them on to the next person. So it doesn't, you know, there's no waste or whatever. It doesn't end up in the landfill. They go and go and go. They are fabulous. I love the indestructible book. That's um, brilliant. Okay, what's well, next for the for the for the next? babies? Well, yeah. what I'm getting my baby this Christmas is um, it's the snail sauce roller, which sounds <laughs> intriguing, um, by a brand called Bio. Now, Bio is a Polish brand. I love it. They, it. they are it's a Polish family that works in the the Carpathian Mountains. I mean, it sounds so romantic in Poland, and they, I mean, it's completely ethically made. They crafted themselves from locally sourced wood. The wood is sustainably sourced. It's, you know, all, all about board. And the sort roller is essentially, you know, those little shape sorters that the kids put their mm -hmm. triangle in. Mm. So it's that, which is a little round wooden sort roller, on the back of the body of a snail. So it's also a pull toy. So when okay. it's colored, the little roller, the sort roller spins on the back of a snail. So it's a sort roller. It's a it's a pool toy and it's just beautifully made and you know that you're not getting any sort of dodgy nasty glue because you know a lot of the, a lot of us think that the wooden toys you know wood is where it's at and wood is great but not all wooden toys are created equal mm. so we often end up with actually kind of dodgy paints or um glues or that the wood is actually not sustainably sourced mm. so you've, you've got to check that out first before you kind of just by wood. And if it's well made and that, it actually is a bit of an heirloom. Because it will last. Oh, no, absolutely. Yeah. Like yeah. completely. 
completely. I mean, my poor heart, like I am obsessed with beautiful toys. Like I'm completely obsessed. I'm on, I, I want to start a little toy museum. He's, 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 my husband's getting a bit nervous about this. <laughs> I mean, they will, they, they will last. And this is the other thing about my store is I'm not in the business of wanting people to buy, buy, buy unnecessarily. Mm. Buy the best you can afford. And then you can pass it on. Mm. You know, buy buy a few of the best rather than loads of plastic bags that just end up in the landfill. Buy one or two great items and you can pass those on, you know, from one family to the next or seven for the grandkids or whatever the case may be. I love that. Quite right. Love I that. Love that. Okay, Rosa, we have toddlers, Charlene and I, so we are super keen to hear what you have for what us in terms of toddler kits. Yeah. So for Colors, I am in love with the company. It's a local Cape Town company called Van Bomb Design. They make basically wooden play furniture. I don't know if you've come across a sort of Montessori-ish movement of a particular triangle and learning tower. Mm-hmm. Have, you, have you heard of those? Mm-hmm. And they, so they, I mean, these are a bit of an investment purchase. So it's not your kind of under the Christmas tree, you know, wrapped up gift. It's a bigger item. But there are, there are things that will also last you and see in good bed for, for a good couple of years. So I kind of grouped two together here. The learning tower is fabulous. It's a little stool, essentially, with enclosed edges so your toddler can stand at the kitchen counter with you, preparing food or, you know, pottering on the counter, doing it. My, my toddler, well, he's three and a half now, so he's so much a toddler, but he loves making concoctions and potions at the kitchen counter. So he stands in his learning tower. He's safe. They can't fall out. They can't step over. It's a secure little um, stool, essentially. And they can potter along and discover and learn at the kitchen counter with you. And then Bandon also does this climbing frame, so which is just great for sort of gross motor development and um, sensory spatial awareness and all of that. And again, locally made, ethically sourced wood so they use birch ply and it's beautiful it's really beautifully made oh man you know i need this learning tower for elijah he we pull up it's very dangerous he's he's pulled up on a kitchen chair next to me by the stovetop because he wants to cook with me Mm. and yeah with this learning tower there's no risk of him really falling out is Mm. there no, no. And in fact, my own son today wasn't standing the learning tower. He was on something else and climbed down and whacked his chin on the jaw on his uh, on the kitchen counter mm. as he was climbing down. So I mean, sort of made a breeze there now. So yeah, I mean, the the learning tower is it's fabulous. And and again, it's, you know, they stay, you'll use it for a good couple of years. It has great resale value. Mm. Um, if you want to sell it on the second hand market, or you you pass it on. Yeah, I love this. Oh, so the yeah. the designer's called, well, the supplier's called Burnbaum Designs. Burnbaum Designs. Is that how you say it? Burnbaum. Burnbaum. So it's German, so Burnbaum is pear tree. Ah, okay. Well, we're going to link yeah. all of our listeners up yes. to all of these. I'm looking at this page now and these, it's furniture. They make yeah. they make furniture as such well. Nice stuff. Got this learning tower. This is awesome. Okay. Yeah, our yeah, listeners, we're going to hook them up on social media so they can follow these pages as well. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, what's next for the toddlers? And so next for the toddlers, a very simple, you know, staple in every toddler's life is a doll. I mean, it's, mm. you know, toddlers when they start, they start to kind of exercise and practice their social skills and and role playing and hopping what they do. So. You know, dolls, all, most of our kids have dolls, you know, whether they're girls or boys now, we all, all our kids have dolls. But mm. 
the Chinese or, you know, let me not say that, the plastic or vinyl world, I read stats recently on actually how bad they are because the plastic is, is frequently off-gassing. I think there is a survey in the UK that something like 60% of the dolls being sold on the high street in the UK contain phthalates, which are, as you may know, are super bad for the develop, uh, development wow. um, and potentially cancer causing. Yeah, I mean, these, I mean, all our kids are plastic dolls, right? Yeah. So, I have found two fabulous local brands that make dolls. So the one is Soul Play. She makes these by hand using natural fibers. Um, they are, I mean, and they are gorgeous. They are big. They are wasted. They are well crafted. So this brand is called Soul Play. I really love this brand. Um, I've, I've met the, the manufacturer, the woman who makes it on her own individually, hand by hand. I mean, one by yeah. one. Um, so she makes gorgeous dolls. And her then feed looks brand, like a fairy garden, Rosa. Yeah, yeah her, her Instagram got, feed. It like yes, it looks yeah. like a little so fairy she, garden. Her, so hers is a very sort of Waldorfy like kind of school of, of design. And although she does also make slightly more mainstream dolls mm. as well, but yes, it's very it's, it's kind of from that Waldorf movement. Mm. Um, and they are they're lovely. So I've actually got a little baby, the little star dolls that she has. That's going into Elliot's Christmas stocking. Um, and then another local brand, also a Cape Town woman, a brand called Inibongo Kamakulu. And she has started making brown skin dolls. So she wanted her daughter to have dolls that looked like her. That's so and great. So, I know. Oh, how cool, thank right? God so somebody's she, doing it. Hey. And and she and she was in fashion herself, so she's done fashion design. So she makes gorgeous clothes for dolls. They're stylish as well. They've got lovely little like paper bag trousers or like uh, I don't know strappy pinafores, whatever the case. They're absolutely oh, delightful. There's one with a little duke. So There's one with cute. a duke on her head. And I love her. Aren't they sweet? Oh my heavens! This is so yeah. cute. So you get to the, and they're brown skin dolls, and I love that they are you know. Just brown skin dolls, which is not, mm. you know, there are enough white foot dolls on the market. Exactly. You do not need any more white dolls. Exactly. Mm. So I'm totally in love with what she has, has started. And she's a mompreneur. Mom, how do you say it? Mompreneur. Yeah. Mompreneur, mom, mom yeah. <laughs> so, and oh, I, I mean, I just, I get so much inspiration from these other mums that are also kind of working it. I mm. love it. Mm. Where they've seen a gap because they're looking for something yeah. similar for their kids or for themselves and they've gone exactly. ahead and done it. So well done. Yeah. This is Imi Bongo Kamakulu. Kamakulu. I love this. So oh. her daughter is Imi Bongo and she's named, she's basically named it after her daughter. I see it in her feed. Her very first yeah. post was Mulweni. Hello. Hi and welcome yeah. to my shop. I am a Corsa mom to one Imi Bongo. It, oh, yes. it's so cute, man. Yeah, <laughs> this no, is like, really special. Another little heirloom doll as well. Mm. So I'm oh. excited. I'm meeting her on Friday. Actually, we're going to we're going to get together and have a little chat and just because I also like to meet my suppliers and know yeah. who you know who who's making these wonderful products. Mm. Yeah. Okay, Rosa. Yeah. For yeah. when the kiddos get a bit older, they're out of the toddler phase and they're a bit more difficult to please. I find. Well, yes and no. You know what? The thing for me is, and I just mentioned it earlier, is open-ended toys. If you've got something open-ended that, you know, that can, and, and the kids haven't sort of become too obsessed with, I don't know, like Paw Patrols or whatever the brands now, yeah. then, then you can, they can reinvent their toys over and over. So I'm a huge fan of open-ended toys. And again, two wonderful local products. Well, can I interrupt you quickly? If you yeah. can just 
you know, for the layperson and for, I mean, I, I have an idea, but like, what is an open-ended toy? How would that work? Well, an open, I mean, it's essentially something that hasn't got a predetermined or function. Um, so if you think of an Xbox, that's a closed-ended toy. Mm-hmm. You can pretty much only do one thing with an Xbox. There's a means to an but end. Exactly. You put but in the game you and you've got to finish it, basically. Yeah, yeah. that's it. You're not, you're not going to, I don't know, use it as a stepping rope or whatever the case may be. You, you're just going to play your game and that's the end of the story. Mm. But an open-ended toy could literally be anything from a stick or a box or um, I'm going to, well, I'm selling what they call play silks, which are just, you know, scarves, essentially silk scarves. And the kids love them because they can sort of float them around. They you can, can tie them together and make a rope out of them. That rope exactly. can then become a skipping rope. Oh, so it has yeah. a multi-function, uh, essentially. Multi, yeah, exactly. It also, and, and I suppose it also allows the imagination to think well, of what else you can create out of this, exactly. this piece of thing. Yeah. So basically, the only limit to what that toy can do is the imagination of the child. And mm-hmm. this is what gets – this is actually what teaches children – People think they have to have toys that teach ABC or colors or whatever. But that's not what teaches children. What teaches children is when they stretch their own minds and their own imagination and their own thinking to the limit. Mm. Then they start to learn and grow and develop. So, yeah, so I'm a big fan of open-ended toys. Um, and for the kids, so, I mean, it's a bit difficult. I, I wasn't sure, you know, when I was thinking about kids, are we talking five or six, are we talking eight or nine? So I usually, my toys are usually round about five, six, Okay. And again, two local brands that I'm loving. Uh, the first one is Stump. They are an outfit in Meisner and they make they make home products as well out of wood, but they also make um, a couple of toys. Then, you know what? Um, I've gotten I got Eli- I was in Meisner earlier this year and I got Elijah the what do you call it? The knock blocks or the I did. I did. Oh, cool. I yeah. did. Yeah, well, I've got, I've got that for Theo for Christmas. I hope he, he can't hear me through the door, but that's what he's getting for <laughs> Christmas. But my, he's very into DIY. Like, he wants to build and knock everything. So, again, it's just a couple of pieces of wood with, you know, d- some dowels and a wooden hammer, and they mm. get to knock and build and create and that's make whatever That's such a great toy. My boy currently wants to hammer everything. Everything, And he's right? always wanting to play with his dad's, like, hammer from the toolbox. I'm like, my boy, you're going to hurt someone or <laughs> yeah. something. With- no, mommy, I'm an expert. I'll be careful. <laughs> I know, right? I know. <laughs> well, my, no. I have to be honest. My husband has started buying my son real, at three and a half real tools. Mm. So he has mm. his own shifting spanner. Exactly. And so he does has Josh. his own screwdriver. Yeah, cool. And I guess also part of learning is to learn how to be responsible with these things so yeah he's got real tools but I'm he's getting the knock and and he works with nails and he'll, he'll knock it in and create something I'm sure and then they also do it like a DIY bird feeder I which saw I thought that, was so yeah cool. Elijah yeah. will love that and you know yeah. get invo- they're getting involved in like home chores and, and things like exactly. that as well you know I, and also you know you can link in things around the environment so they're making exactly, something yeah. they're playing they're being self-sufficient, although I would absolutely supervise them if they're making the bird feeder. Mm-hmm. And then, like, you have chats about the environment, the birds and, you know, whatever needs to eat, you know, what food are you going to feed the birds, that sort of thing. So there's a real scope for learning and development around um, the, the DIY bird feeder. There's a lot of value add here, and I find stamped wooden toys as well to be very affordable. I know. I mean, I was very surprised. They are very affordable, and it's a, it's a great product. 
And then, you know, I ordered in stock from them recently and they, they I mean, it was delivered within a day to me. And they, I love the way they package everything. So they go with the whole wood theme. So instead of using like foam chips or something to protect their orders, they use the wood shaving yes. that, that the, their product, you know, that are left over from the manufacturer process. Yeah. So obviously I ordered a whole lot of stock to have as I've got a huge amount of wood shaving, <laughs> which for us is fabulous because now my baby has used it. He's sat in the box for sensory play, which he left. And then it's going to go into the, into the garden as mulch because my husband is obsessed with mulching the garden. And then some of it's going to end up in the compost heap and biodegraded. So I, yeah, I just love, I love the kind of the theming and packaging around that and, and, you know, linking back in nature again. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. Not throwing I anything like away. That that is so cool. Mm. Yeah, the last thing for kids that I have, although I mean the the list is endless, but for that you know to chat to you today about is there's a new company, also again Cape Town based, also in Cape Town based, called Imagine Play, and they make. I'm sure you've seen them around. They're all over Instagram. Those rainbow, they like these stacking rainbows. Yeah, mm. I'm looking at art. it now. I'm looking at their feed. It is so beautiful. It's colorful. Oh my goodness! And that rainbow so, yeah. arch. There's so much you can do or there's build out so of it. So much you do. Yeah, and you make like ra- the kids make ramps or like what do call it? Like marble runs. A little tunnel, a colorful a rainbow tunnel. tunnel. It's beautiful. Yeah. It's, they're super cool. So this company, again, they, they use sustainably sourced wood. So they use, I think it's poplar and uh, beech, if I'm not. Yeah, beech. The natural one is out of beech wood, and it's gorgeous. I actually really like that natural and unpainted one. Um, and the finish is just perfection. It's a real quality product that's coming out of Cape Town. And, um, yeah, so... Yeah, local is lacquer these days. It's really cool what's happening. It's really cute. In one of the pictures of on the feed, there's a little girl holding one of the half moon uh, shaped uh, uh, wooden pieces up to her ear, as though she's talking on a phone. phone yeah, which yeah. I really love because I see it. <laughs> it's so cute. Man. I think I've got a whole lot on my list in terms of Christmas, um, you know, chores and and stuff that I need to get done. But I think open-ended play is going to be a big focus for me. Mm. Um, Yeah, it's definitely where it's – and, you know, I mean, I have a toy store and you'd think my child has a lot of toys. He really doesn't. Like, I only need to buy one or two open-ended toys for his birthday or one or two for Christmas, and that's it. Like that's it. Then he's got to go and make do with that and be creative and figure it out. Mm. And he does. What I also love so, about that idea is that there's less clutter. Oh God, yeah, <laughs> I know, right? Because who wants to call it? lying around. I know. <laughs> so Rosa, we're going to link um, everybody up to all of your suggestions and we'll also uh, link everybody up, all, all of our listeners to the to the brands that you've mentioned. But obviously we want to link everybody up to Honest Toys. Yeah. So tell us um, where we can find you. So I am, I'm on Instagram, so I'm, I'd love for people to follow. I'm, I'm just getting to grips with Instagram. It takes me about like a week to kind of craft the post in my mind. So, mm-hmm. but, um, I'm on Instagram as Honest Toys. I'm on Facebook as Love Honest Toys. And then my website is honesttoys.co.za. Oh, thank you so much. And thanks for your time. We are going to, as I say, link everybody up and there will be a little blog post and also... Um, a little giveaway that we'll be telling everybody yeah. about. So, Rosa, 
Thank you so Ooh. much and have yourself you. a merry little Christmas. That was useful. Yo, I really enjoyed the stuff she was talking about. It's also nice to get some insight from someone who is who has put more thought into these toys because from an educational and developmental point of view, it's not just, ooh, this is such a gimmicky cool thing and I'm selling it, buy this, buy this kind mm. of thing, you know? You know what? I, I, I must admit, I was one of those moms and still kind of am um, that I, I want to buy more wooden toys because it, aesthetically it looks nice and there's not as much plastic shirt lying around my house, but I can't avoid it, you No, know? because people will buy... F- from within their means and from where they you know see I mean? fit. Duplo is plastic. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And what's a childhood without Duplo? Exactly. But I love the idea and how she explained open-ended toys and that you don't actually need so much. So much. Mm, I love that. I really love that. And, you know, guys, Charlene, what's a little Christmas without a little gift from us? Exactly. Well, actually... From Honest Toys. <laughs> <laughs> so our listeners can get 10% off uh, their Christmas purchases from Honest Toys. And all you have to do is uh, use the code hashtag Christmas with TGE. Easy peasy. You have until 20 December to use your discount. And you know what? Feel free, as I did, to hit Rosa up and to be like, okay, my child is this old and I'm thinking of X, Y, and Z. What are your suggestions or let her give you guidelines? She's very hands-on and loves to make suggestions from what I understand with your experience with her. I definitely want to make that family purchase. Imagine, like Mm. the Herbst family and then it's like a little board game. Perfect. I I love love that. that Yeah, that's a great idea. And I mean, she's on Instagram, so you can DM her. Mm. You can even uh, direct message her on Facebook. So yeah. You know what I love? As she said, she's a mom to a toddler and to a baby so she and she's a therapist, mm. but she knows. Do you know some people? Sometimes you have like a therapist or a doctor or something, and then they don't have kids. And in the I don't know, always in the back of my head, even though no judges, always in the back of my head, I'm going. Do you, yeah, this is do great you advice. Really but know? do you really know what I'm going through here? Yeah, yeah. Mm. and she knows. Mm. So I trust that. That's why I love chatting to moms. Mm. So what do you think the bottom line is? Well, I would say. I think maybe the bottom line is to just not stress this about Christmas because yeah. neither you or I are very prepared this year for Ooh. Christmas. But I think also with these great toy suggestions, you can buy like two, three, four at the most great open-ended toys. That's that. Gifting done for Minimal. both the kiddos. Minimal. Minimal. Less clutter in your house, sustainable materials that you've used and I, I, certainly from me, it's not walking through that Toys R Us or, or Babies R Us and thinking, what about this? What about that? But this is how much this is. Just last week, I, I went into the shop because I was buying for a kid's birthday party and I just felt overwhelmed by what there is. And, and also, if I buy this, where are we going to store it? If this is multiple parts, mm-hmm. he's going to lose the parts again. So I definitely think I'm going to go this route for the online shopping and just... Also, avoid the damn Christmas rush in the shops. Yeah. Cut the clutter, guys. Mm, mm. Remember the discount code. Hashtag Christmas with TGE if you're shopping with Honest Toys. Uh, keep an eye on our social media and on our blog, um, and we'll link you up to everything. Um, again, you have until 20 December to use your discount. 
Um, so how about we keep talking? Yeah, I'd love to hear from some listeners about their gifting or toy ideas or even Christmas um, traditions. traditions. Mm. Like what, what does Christmas look like in your family? And post pics and tag us once you've put your Christmas trees up and that kind of thing. You know we ask you every week um, to weigh in and chat with us uh, if you want to swear and cry, laugh, or just be excited about Christmas with us. DM us a voice note and you can send it to us on um, uh, at Instagram on Instagram at the Great Equalizer Podcast. Or record one yeah. on your phone and hit us up over email. We are thegreatequalizer.za at gmail.com. We're loving your love letters, by the way, mm, guys. Mm. I have another one to share with you, Charlene. Oh, we have. Mm. That's exciting. Mm-hmm. And then, um, or like we always say, please, your support is so important to us. Don't don't forget to uh, do your uh, hashtag bombing at momming or bad mom moments. Yeah, everybody loved our... Um, bad mom sort of uh, platform that we had last week and so I'll be doing it again so if you want to nominate a friend or someone who just needs to perk up a bit or to know that they're doing a great job let us know and we can put them up on our bombing at momming showcase um, every Monday I think that's so cool what I, I enjoyed us doing that uh, when you did it because yeah, just know this is a mundane thing that nobody cares about but we see you for us it matters yeah. and it's a nice little shout out to moms out there who are slogging it and feeling like they're achieving nothing yeah so just DM us and say hey this mom did this went back to work from maternity leave or solo parented for a week and it was cuck hard but she did it mm. whatever let us know and we'll give her a shout out every monday yeah every comment every share it means so much to us so please keep them coming guys and please don't forget to review us on apple podcasts or rate us on facebook or um any of the platforms that you listen uh, that you listen on that you tune in um remember to hit that subscribe button you'll get notified when we have a new episode and also the more subscribers we had the the have the better leverage that we have to just serve you and be available yeah the more the more we're seen the better the podcast will do and the better we can be for you and that allows us to be in contact with new moms new listeners new parents out there um not that they're new in their parenting journey necessarily but new ears that can hear what we have to say and we're creating uh, a sense of community also, please don't forget that you stand a chance to win a hamper of books from some of the authors we featured on our Kidlet 2.0 episode. Um, you have one more week to enter. So if you're listening to this episode in the week that it aired, which was the 23rd of November, you can head on over to our social media for all the details. All you need to do is find the post, which has uh, Megan Andrews, Alameno P on the, the cover. That's the front pick. Tag a fellow mom. Tell us which of the books in the hamper you're most excited to read. Also, make sure you're following us on Instagram and Facebook for uh, that one. And for an additional entry on Instagram, you can share the post to your stories. Don't forget to tag the great equalizer so that we know um, that you have the entry or that you've you've made the entry. Yeah, make a note each time it comes up. So don't worry, it won't uh, go to waste. Yes. Please join us next week for a heart-to-heart discussion about... The fourth trimester. I get this gives me the goosies. Yeah. Not in a good way. I just I feel like, like you know we need me. the tissues. <laughs> get all your pregnant friends and friends with newborns. They don't want to miss this episode. Guys, I think that's it for this week then. Yep. Until next time. Keep, keep your, your mom, mom game strong.
For more on today's show, please head on over to our website at www.thegreatequalizerza.com or catch us on Instagram at The Great Equalizer Podcast or on Facebook. If you want something a little more personal, email us at thegreatequalizer.za at gmail.com and we'll get back to you.